Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we'll get back into that in uh, just a second. I think we do have our buddy uh, Mark Cook now from the Pewter Report to join us now. Talk a little bit about... This Saints-Bucks game coming up on a Sunday. And, Mark, it's kind of funny, man. I, we've been talking about this game from a standpoint of when we came into the season, we said, man, if the Saints could just survive that first four-game brutal stretch, man, it gets easier after that. You get the Bucks, you get the Jags, the Cardinals in there. So I think most Saints fans are kind of looking at this game as, oh, that'll be an easy W. But I think the Bucks have kind of changed people's perspective on expectations for the season we know how bad Jameis looked week one against the Niners with the two pick sixes but man ever since then this team has kind of turned things around really should have won the Giants game if they had a kicker but I think we were all taken aback by the 55 points last week yeah you know the the, the Rams definitely looked at uh the schedule before the, the season started and said well there's an easy win for us and you know honestly here in Tampa Bay when we looked at the schedule we saw the 49ers and Giants and thought okay those should be wins and they'll lose at Carolina on Thursday night with a short week, and they'll definitely lose going out west to play the NFC, um, you know, reigning NFC champs. And it just hadn't panned out that way. So I'm done predicting, man. I don't have any <laughs> idea what this football team's going to do. They could go into New Orleans like they did last year and, and win in a shootout, um, or, or they could, uh, you know, give up another 517 yards passing like they did to Jared Goff last week. <laughs> but it is a different football team. It's not the same old Buccaneer football team. And, and a lot of that, not a lot of it, I think most of it is just attributed to, to Bruce Arians. Yeah, and, and I said, I mean, this is a spot where you come off in a emo- You know, obviously going from Drew Brees to Teddy Bridgewater is, is going to be emotional and tough and going to call on everybody to step up their game and play better. But, man, they, they spend the whole week out in Seattle, a tough, emotional you know, win against the Seahawks in a tough environment, and then they come back this past week and grit out a win against the Cowboys, and now it's just one of those normal Sunday noon starts, and it just feels like this could be one of those sleepy-type games where if they don't come in there ready to play, the Bucks get the ball, go to, they go down the field and get points, get points early. I wonder if Teddy Bridgewater, can they turn to him and go, hey, man, you got to respond now. You're down, you know, 7 nothing, 10 nothing. You know, I think it'll be tough. The thing that the Buccaneers have done to to every opponent this year is they've shut down their their best running backs. Um, you know, you go back to, to week one with Matt Breida, you go to week two with Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Christian McCaffrey, then, then Saquon Barkley, and, and last week Todd Gurley. I mean, none of these guys have had more than 50 yards rushing in a game, and it all starts up front there. Now, the secondary has struggled. So if the Saints win this game, it's probably going to be because Teddy Bridgewater, you know, throws the ball well, and the receivers catch the ball well, and and, the, and they have a good day passing. Because the one thing, the one constant we've seen from this Buccaneer defense is the ability to stop the run. That is their main focus. Um, so far, so good through four games. Uh, but but this isn't going to be an easy one. I mean, just look at the running backs this team has faced to start the season. I mean, you know, there's five tremendous running backs right out of the gate. But but Todd Bowles has got these guys playing well against the against the um, against the run. And and the Bucks may be even a little bit better if if, um, if if Devin White is able to play. He was back on the practice field today with a brace for the first time he's practiced since he got hurt. Uh, I know he wants to play badly, 
in, in Louisiana. I know that's a big goal for him to be ready to go for that game. But Kevin Minter has still been really well for him, so there hasn't been any really uh, major drop-offs. But, but I know Buccaneer fans are eager to see what Devin White, the, the number one draft pick in this year's draft, can do. It seems like we're cursed here. We're all LSU fans, and we're cursed by the former LSU Tigers in the NFC South wreaking havoc on us. I mean, Deion Jones, <laughs> linebacker with the Falcons. You got, uh, I mean, it feels like there's guys, you know, there's guys on the Panthers and then guys with the Bucks. I think we all kind of cringed. We were happy when Devin White went top 10 to the Buck or, or you know, in the draft, right. but when we saw it was to the Bucks, like, oh, come on. He couldn't go to like Seattle or something. Like having him in the division makes it tough because everybody loved him at LSU. He's so beloved, but man, now to have him at Tampa, it's just gonna it's gonna be tough to see him go up against the Saints. I, I want to talk about. You said obviously the 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 Panthers have done a good job of of st- stopping the run. They have faced a juggernaut of tough running backs. Seems like the Saints have faced a tough juggernaut of pass rushers ever since the season started. I mean, week one it was J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless. Then it was Aaron Donald, Seahawks. It was Clowney, and then this past week Robert Quinn was wreaking havoc off that off that edge. Man, what has gotten into this kid Shaquille Barrett this year with the Bucks? He just seems to be unstoppable. You know, it's one of those great stories, and and let's see how long it lasts, right? I mean, is is I mean, look, you don't get nine sacks in four games and then an interception uh, and play as well as you do if you're not a talented football player. But he's playing at a superstar elite level right now. Uh, you know, how long can he maintain that? Teams are going to have to start accounting for him, and the Rams did that a little bit more, but he still was able to create pressure, get that big sack at the end. I mean, um, here's just a guy that has been given an opportunity, and, and, and those guys come along from time to time in the NFL. I mean, listen, we're not going to compare him to Kurt Warner, but Kurt Warner is a guy that's bagging groceries a couple years. A few years later, he's winning Super Bowls. I mean, sometimes guys slip through the cracks for whatever reason, and you better believe that Denver Broncos would love to have uh, Shaquille right now back on that football team because, uh, you know, they're struggling to get to the quarterback, and uh, and and he's got nine sacks all by himself. The Broncos don't even have that as a team. So um, it's just a it's just a great story. Great kid. Uh, and again, I'm old, so I call all these guys kids. Uh, you know, he's 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 a fine young man. Uh, you know, very personal with the media, and, and he's loving every minute of it right now. He's soaking it all in, and and he's not satisfied with nine. He wants more, and he knows he's going to be looking at a huge payday at the end of the year because the Buccaneers signed him just to a one year deal in the off season. Uh, having Todd Bowles back with uh, with Bruce Arians, obviously a guy he's very familiar with. What have you seen out of the defense? Because you mentioned, I mean, they're able to the Rams are able to throw for five hundred yards, but Goff did have the three interceptions. What have you seen out of Bowles' defense overall as a whole so far? You know, they 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 surprise teams, right? I mean, you don't know where the pressure is going to come from, and it doesn't always get there. When it doesn't get there, a guy like Jared Goff is going to carve you up. That's why I think uh, Buccaneer fans are happy it's not Drew Brees back there because, you know, nobody makes a defense that blitzes that doesn't get to the quarterback pay more than Drew Brees throughout his career. He's just so good at that. And, um, you know, we'll see how Teddy does in that situation. But Buccaneers will absolutely break pressure. And the thing about it with Todd Bowles is you don't have any idea where it's coming from. It may come from a cornerback. It could come from a safety. Uh, he could send both middle linebackers. and They get, they got blitzes. I mean, he's going to bring pressure. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't always get there. But uh, and they tried to disguise their looks. Levante David had a great interception against Jared Goff, um, and and he he tricked him into that interception. He's you know he he showed one coverage and and knew what was coming and uh, stepped right in front of that ball. So 
Um, you know, Todd Bowles is, is the huge, probably the best acquisition this team made other than Bruce Arians is getting Bowles in the fold because this looks like a completely different defense than what we saw under Mike Smith for the last few years. What about the offensive side of the ball? We know Byron Leftwich, they're very high on him. Um, yeah, I think everybody coming into the season was kind of going, all right, is this it for, for Jameis Winston? This is his last chance to kind of prove it, that he's the guy. Uh, week one, not so great, but he's been pretty good since then. Uh, are we seeing Arians have a good effect on on um, on Jameis? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Week one wasn't great. Um, you know, now Bruce protected Jameis and said two of those three interceptions really weren't Jameis's fault. Um, it doesn't matter. They were there. They're on the record books, right? Since then, though, every game he's improved. And last week's game against the uh, Rams was maybe his finest game as professional. He did have that one terrible interception. It was returned for a touchdown, but what I liked about him is he came right back the next drive and led the team down for a score. I mean, um, you know, his resiliency, his 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 passion, his will to win, and he's got a coach that believes in him right now and is is calling the right game plan for Jameis' skill set. Um, and and the most important thing, honestly, uh, besides the coaching, which is obviously key, is the play of the offensive line. I mean, they've given up 12 sacks this year through four games. But Jameis has had a lot of time to, to connect on these passes, particularly that 65-yarder to uh, Mike Evans late in the fourth quarter against the Rams. I mean, uh, you know, that was all set up with protection and the ability to run the football. They're, they're 10th in the NFL, I believe, in, in rushing this year. I'm sorry, 15th, uh, where they were 28th or 29th last year. They're running the ball a lot better, too. So all of those things uh, are helping Jameis Winston be the quarterback that most people expected him to be when he was drafted number one overall in 2015. I, I tend to agree with you. I do think a lot of in this game will depend on how Teddy Bridgewater plays. If he comes comes out and, and can make throws down the field and, and go down and score in a couple touchdown drives like they were unable to do against Dallas, I think they'll be right there in this. But on the flip side, I think the question we're asking is, what Jameis Winston are we going to get? I mean, is it, is it as simple as if Jameis comes in and has another bad game like he had week one? Is this one you see the Saints winning? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do but... But I don't see that. I mean, if this line, if, if Jameis gets time, look, this team is loaded with weapons offensively. I mean, you've got two tight ends, Cam Brayton, O.J. Howard, uh, which are tremendous receiving tight ends. And you've got Mike Evans and, and, and Chris Godwin. And Chris Godwin is actually the number one receiver right now um, for the Buccaneers as far as receptions and yards go. So, uh, you know, he's having a tremendous year so far through four games. There's just a lot of options. And then you've got Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones splitting time at running back. Um, you can't defend everybody on this offense. So if you protect well and the offensive line plays well, I think the Buccaneers can win this football game. And, in fact, I think they will win this football game if that's the case. But uh, but it does, you know, look, it all starts up front, in my opinion, with protection. Because this team, even if the defense doesn't play well, this team can, can match the Saints score for score. We saw it last year in that game, sure. uh, the opening weekend, where they put up 48 points. I mean, there's enough potency on this offense to score a lot of points if the protection's there. And then, really, the second game in Tampa last year, it took, I think, what, the Taysom Hill block punt that kind of yeah. swung the momentum. But, I mean, it, you know, that one was a was a grinded-out type game as well. So, look, there's no 
there's no secret here. I mean, these teams have been close in just about every game they've played in recent years, yeah. whether it's Breeze or whoever's in there. So this will be uh, uh, no reason to think this one will be any different. But, man, it will be a big feather in their cap for the Bucks that they can come in here and get a win on Sunday. And certainly I think they're much better than the fourth place in the NFC South team that everybody predicted before the season. So I think that uh, speaks highly of, of Bruce Arians and the job he's been able to do. Mark Cook. Uh, pewterreport.com is the website. Uh, Mark, can't thank you enough for taking some time out, man. Really appreciate it. All right, guys. Y'all have a great weekend, and I'll uh, talk to you later. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much. Mark Cook. You can follow him on Twitter at MarkCook1970, editor-in-chief and beat writer for uh, pewterreport.com. And uh, he joins us Joins us a little every every to the, every year he jumps on with us to preview uh, Saints Bucks um, whenever they come to town. And Again, like I said, like I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm separating myself. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be ultimate, you know, neutral guy here. But this is one I could see the Bucks coming into the dome and winning, no, no doubt. Saints need to go take care of their business, and Teddy's got to lead them on touchdown drives. To, just to be perfectly honest, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.